Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Influence Now. And I'm your host, Justin Kraft. Um, thank you for uh, joining us today. I know uh, everybody's been kind of, you know, obviously relegated to being at home most of the time. And uh, we're really excited uh, to be doing a live format broadcast going forward. And we've actually been working on this for a while. Um, over the last uh, couple months, deciding what we're going to do with our podcast and bringing it into a live format. We're going to go across a lot of different mediums and medias in the future. Um, so make sure you do subscribe to us uh, going forward because we're going to have a lot of great guests, things that are going to be helpful in this time, as well as um, things that are going to be helpful for your business in general uh, going forward. So um, again, I'm Justin Kraft, and uh, today I have uh, Dustin, Dustin Campos, and he's the CEO, founder, I don't know if CEO is the right word, founder of uh, Revivify Surface. And Revivify Surface, uh, they do, uh, and actually I'll let you talk about what Revivify Surface does because you're probably better at it than I am. So without further ado, here's Dustin. Hey everybody, Dustin Campos, Revivify Surface. Yeah, so our business has changed quite a bit over the last few weeks, as most everybody else's has. Uh, traditionally, we are a in-home care tile, grout, ceiling, uh, restoration, preservation. We deal with outdoor surfaces such as pool surrounds, um, driveways, concrete patios, brick, veneer. And uh, right now, we are, we are avoiding people's houses. Yeah, and uh, bringing this back to why I have you as a guest, um, and a lot of businesses right now, they're having to pivot into something else, and not that you weren't already in this space of, of cleaning and, and doing resurfacing and those types of things, which makes you an expert on this, but with a lot of businesses out there right now, um, different facilities, essential, essential uh, businesses having to be still up to snuff, basically, on and, and also making their employees happy and keeping them safe. And also the customers happy and keeping them safe. All these things have changed drastically, and uh, I, I would like to hear just how you came about wanting to pivot your business into this. I mean, obviously it was out of necessity a little bit, but um, yeah. what? Why did you decide to pivot this direction? Was it just that you wanted to help? That it was a need? That it just kind of fits all the all the things that you already did? Yeah, so essentially uh, watching everything unfold, um, seeing the re reality of the situation. You know, our customers, we have a, a largely elderly-based customer base. So knowing that uh, I don't want to risk their safety, also my own employees, there's no way I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in a situation where they can get sick. Um, so looking forward what's going on seeing that there's a there's an absolute finish line in residential and just general tile cleaning um, we saw the opportunity with some of our contracts that we we already maintain to talk to them say hey we can offer a service this is something you guys need to take seriously and from there you know the education started happening how we're how our process um, our PPE from day one has been spot on and um, getting our chemicals dialed in, everything certified that we use, um, certified to kill COVID-19 from the CDC website. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was just, it, it was something we saw coming, but definitely uh, jumped Did, on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's something that, you know, is, is a necessity. And I remember talking to you when this uh, virus first kind of was hitting 
and you were like, man, this is going to be such a big need that, you know, companies and, and facilities are going to need this. They're going to have to have this. It's going to have to be repeated over and over again. Um, and it's not even, you know, a promotion of, of what you do. It's more of this is a necessity for and for so many reasons and trying to flatten the curve or whatever else we're trying to do right now. Um, but uh, having said that, I, I kind of I did want to capture that pivot because it's very important. I think a lot of companies, businesses out there are trying to pivot um, their businesses to survive right now. And even though you're actually helping support the cleanliness and the actual essential things that need to happen, um, it's also important for people to be thinking about those things as they go forward. Um, I would like to open it up. So as anyone, anyone that is listening to us or watching us live right now, uh, especially for the live broadcast, uh, please do uh, in the comments section, I think it's on this side of me, maybe that side of me, um, make sure that you uh, put some comments in there. I could pull those comments in um, where it's necessary in this conversation. We had some uh, really good questions happen before this event that people submitted to us. I'm going to be pulling those in. Um, I also uh, recommend if you aren't listening to this live um, or watching it live, that you do put questions in the comments uh, below the video uh, going forward, because we'll definitely get back to these, this check it. This is a constantly changing thing right now, the safety and well-being of, of uh, workers and employees and everybody that's involved in this right now, that we're going to want to stay up on this and answer all your questions as good as we can. And Dustin's an amazing resource for this. So please do put those comments in there. Um, so one of the first questions we had, Dustin, uh, kind of co coming into this, and actually this is one of my questions, so we'll, we'll leave it at that for now. And I put it in the chat. Um, because, um, because this virus is so easily transmitted, how often should someone look to have a facility disinfected? Um, does this change by industry? How do people go about, just what is the process behind this and why is it important? Well, it's important, important sorry, because of how long the virus lives outside the body. Um, four hours to several days. They've seen it up to 17 days on the, the Princess Cruise Liner, which yeah, I hope that we're not really seeing that here in, in our world. Um, but how many times a day do you really want this service? It could, it could happen one to three times a day. Um, come in there and it's just an absolute, you know, at that point, those services surfaces are dead. There's nothing that could possibly live on them. Um, that's only good at that point in time. After that, it's, it's best practices and how your employees are treating the space. Um, and how, you know, how often you really do feel that you need to disinfect and keep that area clean, which is realistically on high touch points, every touch. Yeah. Right now. And so the high touch points is that, so that obviously different industries are going to have different touch points um, and different, you know, whether if I'm in warehousing, for example, um, how often, you know, should I be having my machinery clean facility clean professionally, not just with the, the employees themselves? Um, how often should somebody going in there, um, making sure it's disinfected, those types of things? Yeah. I mean, relying on your employees is important. Um, but you are relying on your employees to do something that they're not trained to do, and it takes away from them doing their normal daily tasks. Ideally, you want to make money doing what you, you do. And, you know, there's a lot of people struggling right now and, and uh, some idle time. 
but assign people, hey, this is your forklift today. It's clean. It's your forklift. You use it all day long. Uh, helps that transmission rate. So it's anytime you cross paths with somebody, there's another transmission point. And so having it professionally cleaned several times a day helps prevent those transmission points and helps keep those transmission points clean. We work to identify those, uh, walk in the facility, you know, physically touching things, talking with employees and seeing where their concerns are. Yeah. Could you actually expand on that a little bit more as far as um, the actual process that you go through when you're cleaning a facility? Because I think, I think it's important for people to realize the difference between a person walking the facility or a, person, a professional going through the facility than employees or just your general maintenance crew that you may have had in the past going through the facility and cleaning it. Because some people I'm sure that are listening are like, why can't I just have my own maintenance crew do this or, or whatever the case may be. And I would like to maybe expand on some of those differences. Yeah. And I, and I would encourage, you know, all hands on deck, you know, constant cleaning is important right now, but our, our specialists, our technicians, one, we're in 100% PPE. We're in a full suit. They walk in their white suit. They have a respirator, N95, or a HEPA filter mask, which is even better. We have safety glasses or a full face shield, depending, again, on how many people are around us. You know, you get into an office space where people are, you know, they're every six feet, but tight. You have a lot of particulates in the air. It's a, you know, my, my concern is keep you guys safe and keep my own staff safe. That's important to me. Um, so as we walk through, we, we hit all of the touch points. We have a spray. It kills COVID-19 within 10 minutes of touching. Yeah. We keep it wet. Uh, we also spray and wipe all the touch points. What's important about that is any touch point where you have built up of, uh, of residue and oils, it'll encapsulate. And if you just spray on, you know, the next guy, next guy that grabs the handle after it's dry might activate it might dig through it. So it's important to keep those, those areas wiped clean with, with the product. Yeah. And it's really not that invasive the way it sounds, the way you're portraying it. So, so having like a professional crew, cause one of the things, if I, you know, if I'm running a retail business or a grocery store, or whatever it is, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you do grocery stores or not, but whatever the business is, um, I would be worried about how often I have to stop and start again, stop and start again, and, and how it, um, invasive that might be to the process of my workday if I'm having to actually have to be at an office. So can you maybe expand on maybe that invasiveness? Is it a non-invasive thing? or? Yeah, it's fairly non-invasive. Every once in a while, we'll get a, you know, somebody just kind of holds their hand up like, yeah, my office is clean right now. We're good. And, you know, and we, we make our rounds and come back by and touch it again. And again, it's that cross, that cross transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime that person gets up, leaves, comes back to their desk, wash your hands, clean your hands, try to keep those clean rooms, those, those safe areas, like your house, your office, try to keep them your little sanctuary. And, and that, and that limits those, that guy's back to clean my desk again. Versus like, hey, I, thank you for cleaning my desk. I'm going to keep it clean too. Mm-hmm. And that, again, with uh, with the world where it is right now, budget sensitive is is uh, <laughs> is the most important thing. Yeah. And so trying to create a, a system where our customers are working with us to create a safe environment helps us cut costs and our workload came, coming in and helping with the with the process. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I think uh, 
That brings us to a, and actually this question, this question came through earlier as well. And it brings us a lot of what you're saying is a lot of people, there's a lot of disinfect, quote unquote, disinfectants, quote unquote, cleaners out there that people are maybe utilizing right now or homemade options or whatever it is. Uh, I was even on the CDC website and I noticed they had a bleach option that they were kind of recommending that you could potentially do. Um, so the question then becomes, what are the best disinfectants? So, um, so what, what, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on the disinfectants you should use? What are your thoughts on, um, you know, obviously homemade options aren't the best because um, you could definitely mess that up pretty easily. Um, so what would your recommendations be around the actual disinfectants themselves and what makes the disinfectant you use so good? Well, so one of the big issues with a bleach solution, right? And we do, we have a bleach solution that we use um, in, in certain areas. Uh, but one of the biggest issues with the bleach, bleach solution is you'll actually run out of bleach uh, molecules while they're trying to kill the virus, depending on how dirty your surface is. So bleach in the world of cleanliness is it, you have to use such a high concentrate to be effective that it's caustic. You can cause lots of damage, your carpet, stuff like that. And so bleach does work and it works great. It just, you have to have your concentration right to, to get it to be effective. Um, so that's, that's something to be concerned about. Uh, quaternary ammonium or quat as it's called. Um, that one is used in the food industry worldwide. It's well known. Um, this is a product that we're using every day. Another big product, product, or project, bleh, sorry, product we're using is, uh, chlorine dioxide. This is a special product. It breaks down to nanomolecules. So it's smaller than the virus. It spreads out in water. It dissipates quickly. It doesn't harm carpet. It doesn't harm anything. Uh, we spray it on. You can use it as hand sanitizer at that point. You touch a wet door handle, rub your hands together. Good job. So there's a, there's a benefit to that product. And, um, you know, coming up with cleaners right now, it's, you know, go to any Home Depot and try to find bleach. It's, it's, uh, it's warfare out there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we, uh, we ran out of bleach here at my house, uh, last week and, it's been, it's, it's definitely something we use more than we thought we did. So, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're a little disappointed that we don't have it right now. And it's, it's almost impossible to find, like you said. Um, another uh, kind of, you know, question that came up too, uh, and this is just from my conversations with folks out there too, is the education of employees. Um, a lot of employees are, um, you know, they just, they just don't, they may not be as invested in keeping a workspace clean. Um, what is, what is some of the things that a, um, an employee or what are some of the things that an employer can do to educate employees and get them to do some best practices? And then I'm going to lead into what are those best practices, but if you could start with what are, what are some of those things that you can do to educate employees? Yeah, so this is something I take very seriously, and I and I take it seriously to my employees as uh, we try to limit our employees' cross exposure to different companies. Uh, one that helps us maintain our our exposure and knowing who they've come in contact with. 
But when you're talking about what that employee does at home, what they're doing at the office. And so the obvious six foot rule, um, stay at home if you feel ill. This is a big one. So as an employer, encourage your employees to stay home if they don't feel well. They, you know, the virus comes on hard and they should know that there's an obvious change, but why risk your entire company? You know, that person comes to work and infects everybody there. You can't perform your business. So encourage people to stay home. And that's a hard one for an employer to do. Um, Non-key employees working from home. Again, another way to, to distance yourself and keep, um, keep your company's risk lower. Um, Limit customer contact. You know, you have people coming off the street, who knows what they believe right now you have exactly mm-hmm. what you said. You had such a wide range of people thinking this, this is, this is made up versus this is the end of the days. And you know, it's neither it's, it's right in the middle. It's just something we can prevent. We're obviously the world economy is going through, uh, through everything, trying to keep this at bay. So I feel like if we treat it with the same respect, we'll, we'll all get there together. Right. Um, so sanitizing your car, wash your hands, you know, the simple best practices, don't touch your face and educate your employees on how important that stuff is to take that home, to ma- manage their exposure at home, the, their spouse, their kids, uh, you know, really take this seriously. You're going to work because you're an essential employee. You need to stay healthy. What is it, what is it that you're seeing? What is it that you're seeing from, um, from these businesses to promote the fact that they have a professional cleaning service. So what is it that they, you know, I, I want to trust that I, when I go to a grocery store, they're having a professionally clean multiple times a day, but I have no way of knowing that other than a whiteboard that they put in front of the store. And I, I'm just curious of what your, what, what, what can be done to, to help educate customers make customers feel well because if i'm a business owner i want to make my customers feel extremely good about coming into my store right now especially since you know we have these stay-at-home orders so when you do go out you're going out once every week once every two weeks right you're not going out that often um just yeah give me some of that i know there's got to be things that people can do from a business standpoint to help people understand that they're as safe as they can be at a at a particular place of business yeah, this is, I mean, this is a huge value add. Uh, what we what we provide is we provide a notice we put in every, every desk, every window, every entrance. These people see that you care, you care about your customers, you care about your employees. So when a customer shows up, they know that at some point that day, at least, somebody took this really seriously. And so they know that yesterday's uh, virus isn't there. They know today it's been cleaned. They still need it practice, you know, best practices and caution, but there is a, uh, seeing a label, you know, we've been trained to look at labels. Hey, this says triple a, you know, we know that's quality. So anytime we can put a label on something, people can recognize that a service is being done under that label. The fact that you have a professional do it, um, you know, again, that helps your customer have uh, some solace knowing that you're taking this seriously. One of the biggest, I would say one of the biggest, if not the biggest benefit is your employer morale. 
we've seen a jump in employee morale knowing that one, their, their employer cares about them. They want them to be healthy. Two, that they're in a environment that is now safe. Yeah, well put. And uh, we have another question came through. Um, and I think this one's pretty vital as well, because a lot of people don't know what to do in this situation. Um, if you're a business owner and someone has been diagnosed with the virus, what do you do? What do I do, what do, I do next? Uh, you know, right. this, this can go down a lot of different roads, but uh, just in general, what, what should be done in these situations? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a scary time, and 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 knowing what to do here uh, could be the difference between your company getting shut down completely and your doors staying open. Mm -hmm. So we've we've had to come up with plans based on the size of the company of what to do. You know, again, those best practices, the separating people around, trying to limit that cross contamination exposure. Because here's where it all comes together. So when something happens, you call me up and say, hey, Dustin, uh, Bob stayed home sick today. He's got a fever. Okay. Well, evacuate the building. Get everybody away from each other. Start there. Nobody comes into the office at this point. We come through. We spray all the hard surfaces. We wipe everything down. We douse this place. We ventilate. So you can scrub the air. There's a lot of theories on how to how to treat the air we just put fans in the door and open the place up open windows get the air moving um, depending on the size of the building again our cleaners our disinfectants kill the virus within 10 minutes so realistically by the time we're done 10 minutes later uh, there should be no virus we recommend an amount of time based on the amount of people the amount of carpet square footage, you know, that those all vary. So whether you're shut down that whole day or a few hours is, uh, is, you know, crucial for your business and depends on, on the actual business itself. Uh, what comes after this? Now you have a, you have an employee that tests positive, your employee that went sick. So how do you pro protect the rest of your employees? Well, you have a situation where that employee had contact with Susie and Will and Thomas. Well, those three employees need to stay home until that test comes back negative. And that's what, two to four days. If it comes back positive, those guys need to stay on quarantine. You don't, you don't want to reintroduce them to our clean environment. And uh, you kind of have to assume this is going to happen. You have to come prepared. You have to show up every day knowing that today might be the day because every day is different right now, right? Every, every day, it seems like the information is changing, the risk changes. You know, we're not at our peak here in Portland. There's, they're, they're estimating four to six weeks until we see the peak load on the hospitals, which is still a long ways away and a lot of, a lot of potential risk between now and then. Uh, so if you have a plan and you're thinking through this, you can, you can isolate those employees that you can't afford to get sick. You can have a plan to Will and Susie when they have to get quarantined you have your, your information set up. You have everything online. You have a program where they can work from home and still be productive. You know, there's no reason for this to shut you down, but you do have to isolate and protect your employees. Yeah. And I, I do know you're, you know, I know you're not a lawyer, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lawyer <laughs> as a, as a business owner myself and, and been in different, different verticals and understanding some of the concerns that business owners are going to have or might have in these situations. Um, one of them is, am I, 
am I at risk of litigation if I don't have a professional cleaner? Or is it more of a fail safe just to ensure that I have a professional cleaning service come in and do this once a day, twice a day to at least show that I'm, I, I, I know you're not, again, you're not a lawyer, so this is going to be a total yeah. opinion answer. Uh, but, but what is it that, you know, somebody can do in, in that instance? Because business owners are, are thinking about those types of things too, is, you know, there's a potential litigation issue if you're not doing everything you can um, to make sure your, your business is clean and safe. Yeah, in the world of legal intent, right? Intent's a big word. And did you did you even try? You know, when they when they look at it, say, did you even try to do anything? And and blatantly obvious knows. I don't know if there's a legal recourse for this right now. I I hope not. We're 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 in untested waters. Mm -hmm. But you know, the the reality is um, nobody's really worrying about legal right now. They're worrying about how to keep their employees alive and at work and their customers paying and showing up. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you're not worried about legal, those other two items are, I feel, the most important thing to worry about right now, is how do you keep your business running financially and how do you keep it running uh, operational? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's, that's good food for thought for everybody is, you know, you do everything you can, do everything you can afford, show the intent that you're trying to keep your business as safe as possible. I think that's sound advice to anyone listening. Um, I'm going to wrap this up pretty quick here. If anyone else has any comments or questions, please do put them in there. Um, I've got a couple more minutes on here, but I do want to address um, just where people can get more information. Obviously, Revivify is providing information on their own website with the landing page, um, blogs and those types of things. But where is it that people can get more information about how to keep their business safe and clean in this environment? Um, so the CDC website, sorry, the CDC website is the, is the best place, not Facebook, you know, not calling your mom and seeing what she used, you know, go to the CDC website. They have all of these cleaners. They have the specs, they have the quantities, you know, what you should be using best practices. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on right now, gloves and masks, uh, false security is a real issue. You know, we're all, I want to get back to my normal daily activities. I like cleaning tile. I like helping people out. Um, so my goal is to get back to there. And so understanding what PP is and what it actually does, you know, your gloves don't protect you from touching your face because whatever you touch is now on those gloves and they're on everything that glove touches. So you know, I'm not a big glove fan in the, in the real world because you need to clean your hands. You just need to wash and treat. And uh, same thing with face masks. If they're not properly fitted and not properly working, they're not going to work at all. And so CDC is a great resource for what's happening and what's new. And every day things are changing. Um, but just know that these best practices have been tried true through the, through the ages you know, uh, no matter what anybody else tells you, there's, there's, there's ways this PPE should work. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we'll put the, we'll put the link for the CDC website in the comments section. So it can actually be clickable. We'll actually put it in the comments so people can go here, click on it. I believe under all of the, anything related to a title that has COVID-19 or, or pandemic or whatever right now, um, I think YouTube is actually putting a learn more 
button underneath all these videos as well. So uh, make sure you do go to that website, check that out. Um, there may be things though you can't find or or be able to even do because the, the product may not even exist because you can't you just can't get it. Um, and that's where like professional cleaners can come in as well and help you out. Um, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and ask people in your local area that are in this business what you know they can't what what can they do what how they can help um, what you can do uh, if, if something's not available uh, those types of questions. Um, Dustin's located in Portland and uh, Vancouver, Washington area. So anybody that's in that area that might be watching or listening to this, please, you know, do reach out to Revivify on this stuff. Uh, I've, I've known Dustin for a little while and he's a, an excellent resource for this. Um, and having said that, Dustin, I'm just going to wrap this up and say, you know, I do want you guys, please do follow Influence Now and um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on all our social media accounts and, um, Please also follow Revivify. Um, again, he's a great resource for any kind of this, any kind of questions related to cleaning, staying safe in this situation. And um, we look forward to having you next time. So uh, thank you, Dustin, for being on, and we'll thank talk you. to everyone thank soon. You everybody.